here in Dubai with Adrian Want. We both came here to come to the Metaverse conference, but the reason that we're having this conversation together today and sharing this with you is that we share the combined vision of improving the lives of men. I've been doing that through the athletic world and Adrian's abilities and skills uh, in the digital marketing realm. We've been exploring the ideas of where this is going in the Middle East uh, here in the conference, the Metaverse conference. And what we're seeing is that governments here are very, very serious about where the Metaverse is going to interact with their economy and with their government services. But there were people from all over the world with all different applications for the Metaverse who came to the event. Adrian, if you want to share with us a little bit of what impacted you most from the conference. Sure. Um, just one quick thing, um, Atrium one from Trueverse. Trueverse. And uh, which is uh, men's editorial reimagined for the metaverse. Um, so one of the things that, I mean, there, I have some few uh, takeaways from the actual conference. That things that really stood out to me. So going back to what you just said, is sort of the, uh, the very intentional purpose of a place like Dubai to really, really be the center at the center of the metaverse economy. And it's something that just really blows my mind away. Um, this concerted effort to basically to be one of the leaders in one of the world's top 10 metaverse economies. Um, I think that's just incredible. Um, not to mention that the architecture in the city of, of, of Dubai lends itself is so futuristic yeah. that completely I can see um, the city in itself embracing the metaverse, not only very, you know, from a visual perspective, but at the same time, technology here is everywhere. You can, you know, see it, smell it. Um, and, and now knowing that um, this beautiful place um, is just going to be one of the leaders Undoubtedly, um, of the metaverse is incredible, especially you know as they focus on things like virtual reality or mixed reality, mixed reality, and digital twins, um, and obviously you know RD and things like that. Um, it's it's just it's, it blows my mind to be honest with you. It's something that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, you know, in the sort of metaverse conversation. Yeah, because you you sent me a link there of less than a thousand users a day in Decentraland at the moment despite billion, over a billion dollars have been invested in Decentraland and there's a thousand users a day. So if you're looking at that, most people looking at that, I think the metaverse was a scam, nothing's happening. But then when you come here and you see, no, they're actually already providing government services and university services and they have feedback around your people using those services and, and the, the level of commitment that they have to it says that this is not a fad, but the use case so far is not so clear. Some people think about metaverse as being, well, it's already happening and it's just gaming and that's all it is. What's your take on, we've seen the government angle, we've seen the games angle, what is the trueverse angle on metaverse? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, my opinion is I do not see the metaverse as a gaming uh, platform at all. Um, I think that will be really, I mean, to look at it from that perspective is such a, uh, limited perspective of what the technology can truly offer, uh, which is goes above and beyond that. I mean, there's tons of utility for retail, um, eco-tourism, 
um, you know, obviously healthcare and legal sector. I mean, there are so many things, medicine, um, simulation, um, online education. I, one of the things is I know that we are at the very, very beginning of this, but at the same time, I think that we need to start doing a better job. And I say we, you know, whoever is in, in, in the development of platforms, we need to do a much better job. I start building out, coming up with ideas that truly provide utility. In other words, we need to start building a metaverse that it's for everybody, uh, that doesn't look like games for children. Um, by the way, nothing wrong with that, but the reality is we're talking about the metaverse and we're talking about diversity, we're talking about inclusivity, and we do want to make sure that as we develop a world for the future in the virtual world, um, encompasses and it has utility for everybody. So, and that's one of the reasons why we are working on, on Truverse, which is looks at uh, not only reimagining uh, men's editorial um, for the 21st century and beyond, um, but most importantly, we do want to create a metaverse for adults. Uh, uh, and that's kind of one of the big differentiators for, uh, for Truverse. One of the ways I'm looking at it after these two days of hearing so many different perspectives on it, to me, what we're going to see is that just like everything went onto the internet and people thought initially, like, why would a business need a website? Why would a business go on the internet? Now, every business is on the internet and we've seen that happen. From my perspective, that scrolling to strolling, when you said that to me, like that's burnt in my mind, what would be a more engaging interface that would encourage more buying, more retention of information, easier navigation? If Metaverse provides that versus traditional websites, then it's it's going to be the extension of the website for every every business. And that's my perspective after these two days, that's, that's where I see it going, where every industry is going to be using three-dimensional experiences or three-dimensional navigation because it's going to be more engaging, it's gonna create more sales, it's gonna create more retention of knowledge for the education sector. Do you agree with that? Would you add to that? No, I do, and I and and you know one of the the uh, the biggest sort of technological treasures that that the metaverse offers, which is virtual reality, three D, it really opens up uh, an opportunity for much better engagement, deeper engagement that you will get on a you know sort of web to website. Um, but I, I think what it what it lends itself for really. Um, bringing, merging together uh, multiple technologies from like facial recognition, augmented, obviously augmented reality, AI, um, everything coming together in blockchain technology for, you know, depending however, however you want to use it for whatever purpose. Um, so those are things that, that really will make it very, very different from Web2. Um, and, uh, and the way you experience content, I mean, you know, you still today, you have to go through different platforms to sort of whether you, you want to interact with like video based content, you want to interact with, um, text based content, then with audio based content. Um, and, and the metaverse, if you think about it based on a technological evolution, you can bring everything together in one place. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you on top of that, you're adding another layer, which is the sort of events and experiences that you could easily have them, you know, in the physical world, but now you're bringing all that together, right? Which yeah. 
really gives, you know, if you look at it from a community building perspective, audience perspective, yep. you know, the, the metaverse and, you know, brings pretty much every single aspect of, of not only of Web2, obviously much more elevated from a technology, uh, technological perspective, but at the same time will bring longer engagement, I believe, as well. And it's going to be more more meaningful in terms of, you know, giving users and communities the place to have the voice and and that but with virtual reality presence. It takes some stretch of the imagination at the moment to see Zoom calls being enhanced, but that same environment having a buying interface. So if you imagine going to an event where there's actually shops there at the event and you talk to the person next to you and you engage with the speaker, but you've already shown me demos that effectively it's that's going to happen. And if people spend more time at the event and if they interact with each other more, then this isn't gonna go away. You know, this this is gonna get bigger. And it seems as though the technology from the, I just bought the Oculus 2 Quest just while I was out then. So Facebook has invested massive amounts of money in this already with the technology of the headset, but also um, they've changed their whole brand to Meta. It's very likely that there's something here that is going to stick. Um, and I think that that, you know, skepticism of what's going on with Decentraland, for me, I've moved past that based on this event. Probably a month ago, I would have said, I'm not sure if anything's going to be in the metaverse. Like it doesn't make that much sense to me. Did it impact you at all? Or were you already further along with that based on your experiences? Can you see retail economy, especially? Mm-hmm. When, when did it click for you that... Well, I, I think things started to come together in my head um, and started to embrace, you know, virtual reality and, and, and seeing the possibilities, um, limitless possibilities with the technology and things you can do. When I started to learn more about, you know, not only cryptocurrency, blockchain, but then, you know, seeing that... I've been in the advertising industry for many years, right? And advertising and, and entertainment. And, and it's just like, I, I just, I feel that we've, we got into a point where the whole industry is ready. Everything is ready for innovation again. And, um, and I, I feel like based on, you know, not only the research that I've been doing, but myself experimenting pretty much every day, getting into different um, virtual worlds um, that exist out there that's when everything just clicked in my head. And I'm, I feel like I'm not going back to Web2, even though obviously, you know, it's something that you use every day for, for to do everything. I really, I feel like Web2, it's it's part of the past. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people are trying to wrap their, their head, heads around, you know, about the metaverse and, and even blockchain and cryptocurrency. Everything becomes a blur. So I do think that, well, no, I do think we have to do, uh, there has to be first and foremost, a lot of education. Um, second of all, you need to, you know, this new metaverses, technologies or worlds, you need to do it. You need to make it easier for, for the skeptics. Um, you need to make it easier for people to transition from Web 2 to Web 3 so they can wrap their head around about even the possibilities. Um, that's why the way we are going about with Troopers is, you know, for instance, our platform, which we're launching in, you know, mid-November um, to align with Men's International Day, 
Um, anyway, you know, we are we're building the platform on the cloud so that it's very, the barrier to entry is super low. So all you need to have is a browser to, to access it. Um, and then obviously, if you want a deeper, more immersive experience, you can, you know, you can wear goggles, virtual reality goggles. But I think there's a huge responsibility right now. Anybody who's touching or, you know, a, a metaverse project and stuff like that, we have to educate you know, consumers, users, what have you. And it has to be across generations too. Uh, again, I've, you know, we are in, in a time of diversity and inclusion. And, and the reality is this is not designed for 12 years old. Yep. And I do understand as a marketer myself, I do understand getting consumers, you know, engaged with products and services at a younger age because they will come the future and they will become your future customers and so on and so forth. But the reality is, we need to start building utility for everyone in the metaverse, not just a very small segment of the sort of world population. Um, and and um, and I think that the more utility-based uh, metaverse companies that can be created from the onset, um, adoption is going to be much faster than what we think. Yeah. The crypto adoption, the curve is increasing, it's getting steeper, people are understanding what Bitcoin is, they're owning cryptocurrencies, NFTs, we've just been through a boom and bust, but more and more people are understanding that side of things, there's more and more developers, all of that we know is going to, it's very likely it's going to continue its trend. What we haven't really seen with the metaverse is how to monetize it and how to bring real value to adults. That's something that I know that you're really excited about, passionate about. Why is it that adults are actually going to want to be in this metaverse um, versus this, you know, the gaming twelve-year-old population that you're talking about? Well, I I, I think again the the time to present a new way to people um, of how to you know buy things, engage with retail, engage with entertainment engage with content as i say content could be can be anything um but most importantly to while you're doing all that whether it's you buying something in the metaverse or you're you are um you know playing watching reading uh what have you i think what is one of the most powerful tools about this is the fact that you can connect with other communities from all over the world Right, and so having that space based on your interest, whatever that may be, um, whether it's you know you can go from architecture all the way to furniture design, uh, uh, um, you know, Formula One, whatever fashion, whatever your passion point is, it's being able to now to basically shorten those distances that exist, um, that that are you know exist because of location physical location, but not being able to bring people much, much closer together um, and not in a web to style, right? Like some social media platforms claim that, you know, bring communities together. I think that because of, of uh, the technology where it's at, the ability to have your, you know, obviously your virtual self and uh, you, being able to carry your persona um, in a way that it's very realistic um, and obviously, you know, connect with people all over the world. That's, that's to me, it's way more powerful. 
And then obviously when it comes to what it makes Web3 things is, you know, had to do with decentralization, which is something very, is a huge differentiator from Web2. That's, that's going to be very key for not only for the success of any platform, but at the same time for people to have freedom um, around the things that they want to do. Um, so I, I'm so looking forward for, you know, all the things to come. And, and I, I, you know, I, I, I do feel, and this is not a prediction, this is just a personal thing. I do feel that while I see that people talk about, well, you know, the metaverse is going to be really, people are going to start seeing some sort of results or products, um, a bigger um, adoption in the next 10 years. I, I just have a feeling that things are going to be moving much faster than that. When? <laughs> I think it's like the next two, three years, yeah. we're really going to see uh, a big jump from the things that we have today. And what I mean by that is, you know, the, the central lands, the sandbox, which those are all like games for, you know, kids at the end of the day. Um, and for some reason, we're, it's, things are being marketed as being, you know, the metaverse. And, and, and again, that's just gaming to me, in my opinion. Um, but I, I think there are companies that are working on really cool stuff to truly bring utility to everybody. And, and that's gonna, it's just gonna happen much faster. So you've been there since the early days of digital monetization. You were working with television as a transition from sit in your lounge room and experience television to watch your phone or watch your laptop and experience uh, entertainment. And that massively impacted marketing. Can, can you share a bit about that transition from TV to digital marketing? Because I think we're potentially about to go through the next revolution. Yeah, the, the next iteration, right? Yeah. Um, well, so I actually, I started out as a um, uh, HTML coder like many, many years ago during Web1, right? So I, I already was one of those kids like building, creating uh, web pages, websites, um, coding and developing digital advertisement for brands. And, and then, you know, I jumped to different careers and things like that in between. And then I ended up in uh, legacy media television. I used to work for NBC Universal where, um, you know, my, my job there was um, on, on the digital side of things, of digital advertisement was to develop um, advertising campaigns or advertising solutions for the largest brands, um, you know, Fortune 500 brands that um, NBC Universal sold advertising opportunities to them, right? Um, um, so, you know, I, I had the opportunity to to work with, not only from a, from a content perspective, I worked on entertainment, different award shows, um, you know, uh, Billboard Awards, AMA Awards, um, sports like Olympics, World Cup, um, uh, monetization of that, creating advertising opportunities, uh, TV programming, news, I mean, you name it, you know, you had the opportunity to touch different things. Um, but in terms of your question of evolution, um, you know, TV went through a transition about 10, 15 years ago, well, I'll say more, more like 10 years ago, um, when basically a lot of legacy companies needed to to get into the digital world of advertising. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and so that, that transition took a long time for, for legacy, big legacy media companies. Like here in the US, we call them the 
you know, we call them the five, like, you know, the, the ABC, the, the um, NBCs, the uh, CBS and, and oh, I'm sorry, the big four. So, CNN, maybe. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't fall under that okay. one. It's ABC, CBS, NBC, and um, one is skipping my mind at the moment. Okay. But anyway, so the whole industry had to go through a transition. And that transition was um, because it touched so many aspects of the business. Yeah. You had to train an entire um, advertising sales force that were very much um, TV driven. Yeah. Um, then you have to um, educate that sales force uh, to, to think like digital marketers or digital salesperson, digital advertisers. And then the other portion was, um, you know, how do you not only monetize your content, your TV content in digital platforms, but now you have to embrace everything when it comes to um, social media, right? Because then they became the part of the ecosystem of advertising monetization. Yeah. And so I have, I mean, I had the opportunity to, you know, sort of, you know, be, not only be part of that transition, yes. but also to be able to create advertising opportunities for brands who wanted to reach uh, users, consumers, viewers, or whatever we want to call them across all the digital platforms. So that was a very exciting moment. But now I'm even more excited because now we're moving to a completely different world. Yeah. Um, and... Um, and uh, I think it will be very interesting to see what the entertainment industry is going to do about. And again, when I say entertainment, I'm not just talking, I'm not talking about gaming. I'm talking about what, what does it mean for uh, TV programmers? What does it mean for TV producers? Um, what does it mean for filmmakers and movie studios? Um, what does it mean for, um, you know, YouTubers? Uh, for you know influencers and any other content creators yeah. I'm really excited about that yeah yeah I'm, I'm super excited about the possibilities for web3 for communities and, and influences but it's going to change also those bigger platforms the money is is where things get interesting right like we we've seen a lot of projects over the last few days and even the venture capitalists there or the venture, Guys are like, yeah, okay, where's the monetization model within that? Your background is exactly in monetization. You've seen it in TV. You're a part of seeing with the old way of doing it. You brought in the new way of doing it. And then you've watched and been part of Facebook advertising and YouTube advertising, paying for those platforms to become the monsters that they are or the giants that they are. It's probably a less uh, loaded word. But how much... You know, how is the transition going to be to actually monetizing the, the metaverse, taking it to brands? Are brands looking at this? Is there money already in advertising in the metaverse? Uh, we've seen with Decentraland and, and obviously mm -hmm. like brands are looking at, okay, well, maybe I need to have real estate here. But in terms of really having something to click and buy and, and that becoming a significant part of the business model, how do you see that unfolding? Yeah, you know, I... What we call the metaverse today mostly is um, gaming, basically, right? So 85% of the monetization or where brands are spending their marketing dollars, their advertising dollars is in, in the gaming industry. Again, I know that's going to change. That's going to shift. I, I just, I think that most of the metaverse driven ideas I have not provided the utility and the space and the opportunities for brands 
to to truly monetize I mean, from the platform side, to truly monetize the platforms to the full extent that Web2 has faded out, right? So we're just not even there yet. It needs to be created. I mean, with my, with, you know, Truverse, you know, from my background, we're ready to to experiment with different ways of uh, presenting not only e-commerce, but at the same time, um, you know, brands being integrated into these these virtual worlds that we're creating within Truverse, but in a way that is um, much more meaningful than the UC in Web two, right? Um, this is you know the the metaverse lends itself from a much longer storytelling perspective. Um, obviously, you know, rewards whether it's through tokens, um, sort of reinventing the the uh, the idea of loyalty programs, which I think brands. Once they figure that out, they're going to be very excited about it. Um, and then what can you do with that loyalty program? Once we figure out uh, topics of uh, issues of interoperability, I think that, that I'm really interested what's what's going to happen. Um, that I'm going to, I, I think brands are going to have to start making partnerships, cross-brand partnerships that go above and beyond anything else and being able to be much more generous with their revenues um, not only from the content creation side on the platform, but at the same time, I think the way products are sold in partnership, because it will be interoperability uh, from from you know from one platform to another, and 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 that will affect what is being offered under the tokens, the utility tokens. I think there's you know, I think the economics of that will will you know change from what we know today. In other words, I believe there's going to be much more in the monetization process. There's going to be more of the sharing of the pie across the board. And then um, I think because of the engagement that you're going to see and um, in virtual environments, which I believe is going to be way deeper, more involved, more personalized than what we know today. Um, and the fact that you can you know, hang out with your friends right <laughs> it's gonna make us spend so much time and that means that is more for the attention economy right um and but again i i do believe that based what i've seen so far that and this is just in the gaming sort of gaming behavior doesn't mean that the rest of people who are not gamers are going to behave that way but i do believe that um the metaverse lends itself for brands to to tell more practical knowledge utility driven brand messaging and um, rather than just, you know, your 15 second or 30 second video ad or banners and buttons like we know, you know, for now by now for quite some time. I think that even that the entire ecosystem of a digital advertisement has to be, um, we have to rethink it. Yeah, yeah, you can hear very intelligent people saying that NFTs and community-based tokens are going to revolutionize the way people feel about brands where people feel like they're actually part of the brand and loyalty and trust are going to be the big currencies. It seems as though these physical physical environments, these metaphysical environments, these meta environments are going to facilitate more of that where you do build more of a relationship potentially with people within the company, maybe founders of companies and things like that are going to have more of a connection. Uh, I think you're already seeing it with micro brands that are doing well on Instagram where they 
there is more of a connection between the people who are buying the product and the creators uh, of the product. But for sure, there's new opportunity with that. And it's hasn't really started yet. I don't think many companies have really given it the green light to move into the world of crypto mm -hmm. uh, in terms of NFTs and tokens. But uh, this, yeah, this physical environment or this metaverse environment, it does feel like a physical environment. That's why I'm saying it, I guess, <laughs> because I've been looking at this with you and it feels like a physical environment. Like it's a 3D thing. It's so different to a website that maybe uh, is difficult for people to understand if they haven't looked at it yet. We can't do a visual demo here on this podcast, but people can see a visual demo of how beautiful these locations are that you've created already for Trueverse. And this is just the very tip of the iceberg, the very um, start of demoing, but maybe you can touch a little bit on paying us a, a picture in words of what these environments are like and what inspired something very different mm -hmm. to what's been created in the gaming world. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, it's, it's to me, it's just, I, the, the idea for Trueverse was born out of the need that I've seen in the marketplace when it comes to um, sort of reimagining, again, the world of men's editorial, but most importantly, had to do with where we are today in the world where, where male audiences sort of have been abandoned, left out or left behind in the eyes of advertisers and, and mainstream media. And... Um, and one of the things that I'm seeing, that I've been seeing for quite some time uh, because of that, guys are trying to create that space to come together um, to, you know, whether they want to talk about, um, you know, mental, physical strength or, or things that, that um, allow them to sort of improve their quality of life. And I see that that need um, express in the form of, you know, not only content, you know, YouTubers, content creators, but you see that uh, by looking at the conversations that are taking place in platforms like Reddit, Twitch, and, uh, and I'm seeing this across the board. It's, it's like, you know, guys are sort of bending together to sort of figure out as community uh, uh, um, to figure out how, you know, help each other, number one. And, and really how to help each other across generations. I'm seeing that to younger, um, younger generations re reaching out um, with you know, coaches and, and things like that so that they can truly improve their quality of life. Well, again, whether it's physical, mental, nutrition, I mean, it's just knowledge. Uh, um, I don't know, it just it feels like we have generations that, that you know, almost I feel like society, it's, it's, it's intentionally, um, you know, not paying attention to men and um and it's just it's just really bizarre to me i i i don't really um you know without getting into the politics where we are today um you know i just it makes no sense you know you do want a strong society where everybody is um you know again included everyone and but you do want a strong society and 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 that goes across the board not just even, you know, obviously male audiences, but, you know, everybody, we want to, we want to choose a much better world. Um, and uh, so that we can all continue to construct a much better, uh, you know, much better so society, stronger communities, and you need everybody to be, you know, in a good place. So, yeah. Yeah. The, some of the best experiences of my life have been bringing together small groups of men to have experiences together training eating food sharing their whole history sharing their stories 
And when I've done those at live events, I've seen huge changes in people's lives. I've seen really strong bonds form. And my frustration has been that the digital environment in Facebook and, you know, Telegram chats and things like that, it just doesn't compare at all to what you could do in those physical events. I see this, why I'm so excited about it is this creates, this changes the game. Like this is literally going to help people to bond much more strongly. And we saw through COVID and I experienced, I lived on a little island through COVID. It was the Zoom calls and the digital interactions that kept me going, that kept me excited about life. And I see that this technology is going to improve that. It's not going to replace seeing people face to face. I'm still excited to go to events and, and do those things but I can see the online experience is, is just going to be much enhanced. So I'm already spending a lot of time with Telegram and you know Facebook, Instagram, those kinds of things, moving that time and attention to a better environment that facilitates that interaction more is only going to improve my quality of life. Um, so that's why I'm excited about it personally. And from the community perspective of, I've been working with communities of men over the last eight years, this technology is, is to me, it's going to make it better. And I think Theta community is also very excited about that. And you can see Theta community interacting, using Discord, using Telegram. I can't wait for us to be in Trueverse and actually it's gonna feel more like meeting each other. Yeah, we're gonna go to ThetaCon, we're gonna go to this physical event and we're gonna have that time together. But those bonds that are formed are gonna be maintained in Trueverse. That's what I see you coming next. you want to share a little bit about the Theta side of things? Or what yeah, the yeah. So um, well, with Theta, we, we partnered to, uh, let me just um, take a few steps back. Um, as we're developing the uh, Traverse platform, it is definitely you know, crucial for us to, to have a Web3 infrastructure to, to power the delivery of our content. Um, and so we wanted to do it with a blockchain network that truly focused on media and entertainment and, and I think that uh, you know fits the bill when it comes to that. So that's that's number one. And as we I mean in this partnership with Theta, obviously you know we're we're getting in touch and discovering I'm just blown away by by the level of interaction of the communities and the people behind whether it's the you know the Theta uh, cryptocurrency, the Theta token and the communities that are being built. And to me what is so important this to the about this is again i'm seeing the hunger for a community of guys who are interested in different things right so you you know like yourself um you know your your sort of wheelhouse is um mental strength physical strength and training motivating elevating the quality of of you know guys but at the same time then i'm seeing other community members building things around uh, podcasts and 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 you know from an entertainment perspective, um, then you ha- we have artists, then we have people who are creating uh, physical experiences <laughs> in the wilderness up in Canada. Uh, uh, you know, other people are building different villages to train people um, in different countries. Um, and one of the things that, it, that really also blows my mind, we're really building something much bigger than that is, this is borderless, right? So this is truly global and I'm so excited about that, um, that I don't know if it, this came as a result of, you know, COVID or whatever, but now I'm seeing 
connections are not only just happening at a community, like physical location, like being from the same city, all these connections are happening with guys from all over the world, across all different ages. And uh, that I guess always, I, because I've always been in the, in the media industry in the US and I looked at it only from that lens, but we're truly building right now, like it's being built naturally, by the way, this need for like younger generations, um, you know, to reach out to a coach like yourself who happens to live in Dubai or Turkey or what have you. I mean, you have um, your network um, that you're coaching is pretty much all over the world. And, um, and I just see that more and more and more, not only just about that topic, but I see it about, you know, obviously NFTs, art, music, uh, podcasts, entertainment, people creating their experiences. So I think that not only is this going to be able to bring people to go closer to you from all over the world, but it's going to give more opportunities for people to have much more freedom and really focus on doing the things that they truly want to do rather than even just looking for a nine to five job. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's so much opportunity right now to get involved, get support projects in the early phase within the Theta community. So many things have developed and people are innovating and creating uh, new opportunities. And that's, every community is like that at the moment. It's the birth of a new economy. It's almost like a new gold rush or something like that, where there's so much opportunity If for those who are willing to, to get in, get involved, play a part. Um, it feels so exciting and as you said like I've met up with four different people who I've never met before here in Dubai but because we have we're actually three different digital communities that I'm a part of I've met those men and we instantly have a strong bond we have a deep conversation within a couple of hours and and we become good friends uh, much stronger friends but it's formed through that digital environment and we know that we share values, that we share interests. So it's not the same as meeting a stranger where the first few hours that you meet someone, you don't really know what to talk about. Here we go, we go straight into it. You know, what's your business or what's going on with your training? Um, and then, yeah, from all different countries. And I think the more men who have that, who have that international network of people who they feel really connected to, whether it's people like me who are into entrepreneurship and fitness or whatever it is, everybody should have that. And I think if we did have that, the statistics for health, mental health, physical health would be, would drastically improve for men. And I see this as one of the most important initiatives that, that I've seen in a long time that can actually make a difference with this. And your background in bringing finances, bringing, bringing brands to platforms is what excites me so much about it because bottom line is you need, you need technology and you need money to, to develop these things. And you mm -hmm. have that experience of bringing, speaking to brands, speaking their language about, how do we get an outcome here? Because the brand is going to want a financial outcome. And if there's money there, if there's infrastructure there, then to me, there's there's no limit on how, you know, what this can do. Yeah. And, and I think that brands really can really sit at the intersection of this, you know, global and local communities mm -hmm. uh, by being, by supporting you know, the different communities across different, you know, not only topics of interest, but by presenting, putting their products and services all over the world. This in, a, in a way that you don't see it um, as much as, you know, I will say most of the brands tend to be global brands, but for some reason, they still feel 
they don't feel almost like universal, right? It's like you have some sort of adaptation, which to me is something that needs to be disrupted completely, right? So you have a brand, whatever whatever that brand comes from, and they go to you know a specific country and and um, and sort of obviously they adapt to the local culture and stuff like that, which all that makes sense. But now I feel like we are almost like beyond that as society. The, the, the brands that even, the, especially the global brands, it's, it's almost like it feels that we, it's almost like there's no need for that localization. I don't know, I don't know why I'm saying that, but it just, it feels that we, you know, we're all mostly communicating and sharing the same values of communities of men from all over the world. And we're you know, aligning and coinciding and coming together. That it's almost like there's one language. That's where I'm going with this, yeah. right? And I think that, you know, it's, it's that it will be very interesting what that means for brands yeah. um, and how they, they show up in the metaverse and how they show up for, for all these communities. Yeah. And then the other, the other thing, you know, again, this is something that is so typical in media, it's this need for massive scale and reach and stuff like that. And what I'm seeing is they need to start thinking about differently um, because the metaverse is providing intimacy based on topics of interest. And so everything becomes much more nuanced and, and that scale that people were used to um, when it comes to you know Web2, like reaching millions and millions of people, but truly not necessarily developing deep, meaningful relationship with their you know potential customers are customers and stuff like that. I think that that that's also something that they have to rethink. Yeah. Um, how do they engage and support those communities? There's so. not going to be as much of a shotgun approach of just spraying their message everywhere. It's going to be how do I actually build a connection with this one person so they just they they buy because we're friends and they're going to continue to buy from this brand because there's a there's a real relationship there. That seems like that's that's where things are going to go, like mm-hmm. much stronger. And then that changes the brand responsibility, and even where the brand, how it does marketing, um, to be much more potentially personalized or towards a niche in the in the community, um, much more so than than what it is right now. Um, it's exciting to to consider how that's going to happen. Some people, when you start talking about this, and especially within the Bitcoin community, Bitcoin maximalists and crypto. There's that kind of anarchist side almost that doesn't want any brands involved uh, in the future of, of the internet. That seems highly unlikely. People are going to continue to consume. Everybody needs consumable you know, items. We need clothes. We need production. Um, do you have, what, do you, what would you say to people who are like, well, we don't want the big brands involved because that's what made Facebook and YouTube become the brands that have sort of a lot of negative publicity now, um, what's your perspective on commercialization negatively impacting the content, negatively impacting the customer experience? I think the brands will have to start really... So this is this is what's cool about the metaverse. So right now, obviously, brands rely so much on data, right? That whether they own data or data that gets shared with them um, from different platforms and things like that. But it's very cut and dry. And I think with the metaverse, they will be able to insert into the interaction. And I'm not just talking about interaction with features. Now, a brand 
can be part of the conversation whether events and experiences not only hear people but see behavior truly spend the time when people are interacting in the metaverse right and i think that's going to bring not only a whole new wave of metrics but at the same time really really understanding how people feel about things and what things they want to see i think people are going to be even more vocal about the things they want uh, based on their community, but they're going to have to adjust their products and messages to a much more smaller communities. Again, this idea of, of you know, trying to, to cast a white um, net and reach, you know, as many people as you want, I just, I don't see that being that relevant. And also relying more, again, on, on word of mouth of the communities that, exist they're being built out in in the metaverse or you know in the cryptocurrency um it's you know there's i i right now i feel that there's so much intimacy based on interest and uh, and any approach that sort of cannot read that or a brand that doesn't read what's happening the conversations that are happening on discord or or telegram or even you know twitter um and for these particular, you know, subjects, um, I just, I think that they're not gonna be successful. And, and in order to be successful, they, they're also, they're gonna have to bring a whole new way of thinking, you know, from a marketing perspective, perspective from a creative marketing perspective um, and, uh, and truly really rethink um, advertisement. And, I, and I've seen you. I've seen you start coaching brands on, on, <laughs> on this already, right? So your yeah. your brain is already going to that space of, you know, like this this is how it's going to work. That's also very exciting, right? Because you you know how to monetize. You know what to say to the brands, but you're you're thinking two steps ahead for what does a brand, you know, how they're actually going to interact in that environment. Um, that coaching side of things is like I see it so instinctive in you, and you're just excited about mm-hmm. helping the brand to come to into this new world. Um, it must be, yeah, amazing to bring those two things together, like this emerging technology and your interest in brands getting their messaging right. Mm-hmm. I, I get that that passion comes from, like, I just get excited about new technologies. I get excited at the opportunity to, to create and reinvent something. I've, that's, that's a huge driver for me and, um, and trying to figure things out, how to, how to do something a little bit different. Um, you know, I have this tendency where I get bored very quickly as well. So this is giving me a whole new opportunity. I'm being challenged and, and also being super curious about trying to figure out all, not only all these technologies, but what, what can you do with it and how can you experiment and how you can again, transform the world of, you know, digital publishing or advertising, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's very complex, but I, I'm just, you know, I know that everybody in the world is living at a tough time, but I, I, I'm not only I'm optimistic about what the future uh, will bring, but I'm just super excited. You know, I basically, I, I dove into the world of virtual reality and the metaverse that it's just, I'm just, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. And, and, and um, anyway. That's the way we should be. That's the way life should be. That we, we should be excited for the future about what's coming next. I like people to be excited about what they're going to achieve physically with strength achievements or handstands or improvements in their body composition. 
but I'm also excited about business and technology. And I think the more men that can catch on to this excitement and want to participate in creating the future that we want. I'm also building these villages in Montenegro and, and Vanuatu, thinking about what physical locations can we build that are going to be amazing. And you're straight away jumping to, yeah, we can build these in the metaverse so mm -hmm. people, other people can experience them who can't travel there yet or in between traveling to these places. People can be experiencing them and making suggestions about what if we build this over here and they can we can actually build it in the physical you know universe what people are suggesting in the metaverse or designing in the metaverse like these kinds of possibilities they make life exciting and i, I want more men to have the same energy and excitement that that we have and the, the people that we're connecting with um how can people get involved to some degree in in trueverse or participate in this change that's happening with the metaverse mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, the way they can get involved is you can get involved by being a creator, participating, you know, um, being part of the community that's going to be creating content for us. Um, you know, we we're going to be launching with about um, 30 content vertical, I'm sorry, 30 content categories. Um, we hope to have that by uh, Q1 2023. Um, so from a creator by participating um, you know, as we are getting ready to launch uh, for um, Men's International Day, you know, we're going to have a whole month of, um, you know, chock full of programming with live events. Obviously, you're going to be there, um, you know, bringing the community um, as well. So I'm participating, getting to know other community members. Um, a lot of the events are going to be invite only first because we're, we, we're, there's a lot of testing that's going to take place. Um, not only listening to the community, but also looking at how the community interacts uh, with content across different categories. So there's a lot of learning for us that we need to do yep. to sort of refine and iterate our product, which is super, super important. Um, the other one is, you know, in the future, we're going to be uh, um, launching our own token. Um, so, you know, if you're excited about the content that we have, uh, being part of a community that is purpose-driven, um, you know, you could get behind by, you know, potentially investing there uh, once we do that, right? And we'll create also utility tokens. So, uh, you know, just yeah, we ask people to be there to provide their feedback, um, you know, to to really start looking at the world of, of the metaverse as a place, a space, where you can truly come and meet with like-minded communities, whether you are interested in, uh, you know, exercise, nutrition, uh, technology, fashion, whatever you name it. I mean, there are so many things. Mental health, obviously, uh, it's that's crucial for our self-care-related content. But you know, cre we're creating that space for 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 male audiences to come and just really have that space that for some for, for some reason. And I'm not the kind of person that I like to look backwards. I look, like to look forward, but for some reason, that space has not been created, and 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 um, and uh, we're doing that. We want to change that. Um, I want to change that to, uh, to make sure that that space that allows people to interact, to grow, to learn, to educate themselves. And I'm looking at this from a cross-generational perspective because we can learn so much. Younger generations can learn so much from more experienced people and vice versa, by the way, because now we're talking about new technology. 
Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm just very, very excited about that future and creating that space. Yeah. And we've seen it with a lot of crypto projects that they've rewarded the people who got to the platform earliest. I know I got 400 free tokens for using a certain exchange. And at one stage, those free tokens that I'd received were worth like $40,000. And that was free money that was given to me because I was early uh, on the Uniswap platform. It mm -hmm. actually was like a, a token exchange, decentralized token exchange. Because I was an early user, they dropped me some tokens when they released their tokens. So in crypto, there really is free money. It's the only place where there's free money. Mm -hmm. You've got to be very skeptical of it in the world, but we're, you know, it, you can literally know and reward those who support early on, those who get their logins early on, or those who visit with a MetaMask address mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, that is very, very exciting as well. It's a democratization of economy and wealth decentralization opportunity mm -hmm. that, that exists with this. So, um, very cool, very exciting. I'm looking forward to the event. I know it's gonna be something unlike anything I've experienced. I've been to a bunch of Zoom events that people have said that was life-changing, that was amazing. This is gonna be a Zoom event on steroids. Like this is a whole new level of, of experience. I've seen some demos around it and I can't wait to invite people along and have those experiences of education but making it more interactive and much more engaging that's going to make it more memorable it's going to make it more impactful um, so yeah i'm super excited I, I appreciate you you know sharing this opportunity demoing the technology letting me hear you speak to some big time companies and, and people who are, are looking to bring their brand into the metaverse it's been great to hear you explain uh, how it works so thanks so much for sitting down with me and uh, having me along here in dubai to experience this well, no, thank you. Uh, and thank you for having me. This is, again, super excited, super exciting to me, and I'm really excited. And uh, I think it's just going to be great, you know. But again, th th these things succeed when there's a community and commitment behind yep. and a purpose. And I do believe we have them all. Yep. So we should be okay. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah. So Trueverse, T-R-O-O-V-R-S dot io that's where you can go to see and get a demo and you can also find true first on uh, twitter on twitter we're building our community on twitter um also discord I, again we're at the very beginning so you know if you are a discord expert or community builder um, send us an email reach out to us we have our info email on our website um, again we're going to be looking for content creators um, that are able to create smart content with practical knowledge and um, and self-care focused content um, but also you know people who want to build out a community or communities multiple communities uh, from, and have a global perspective so um, yeah excellent look forward to the next conversation when we're a little bit further along speaking again soon yes it's coming soon <laughs> Thanks.